And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, Jim here, Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It is our Tuesday edition of the show. We have the wonderful Crystal Lynn Meadow on, and what a fun conversation this was. We we talked about all kinds of, I don't want to say weird, but cool shit um, in this episode. We talked a lot about her and her life and, you know, all kinds of other things. You're just going to have to, you're just going to have to uh, wait. Um, we had a great time talking to her. This is one of those conversations, like, you know, we say all the time that um, was a long time coming and I'm so glad we had it and I'm sad that it didn't happen sooner, but you know what? I think it happened right at the time we needed it to. So thank you, Krista, for coming on and telling your story. It's, it's an incredible one and I hope everybody enjoys it. Thank you again for tuning in. If it's your first time here, um, welcome. Um, check us out on all of the social media platforms at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Um, and we have a website, bootsandwhiskeyentertainment.com. You'll find reviews, all kinds of other things there. It's a, it's a cool little place, so go check it out. We greatly appreciate all your support. And honestly, without further ado, our conversation with Crystalline Meadow. Enjoy. We want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts. You can find them at offtherailsworcester.com. They have a great restaurant, a great music venue. They have everything you would want to feel like in Nashville right here in Central Mass. If you're ever in the area, check out the restaurant, check out the music venue. Again, offtherailsworcester.com, 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. Check them out. Hey. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm going to be honest. I didn't wake up too long ago. <laughs> That's I kind of what I figured. Kind of yeah, what I figured. it's been, it's just, my schedule is so wonky because we'll, you know, like, we've been leaving, the last couple of weeks we've been leaving on Fridays early in the morning and the whole way, wherever we're going. Yeah. And then we'll play a show like late at night and we won't go to bed till five or six. Then we'll sleep all day Saturday and then play another show late and then wake up early and drive home and I'll sleep all day in the van again. And then I'll be wide awake at night on Sundays. And it's really hard to get back on a somewhat normal schedule during the week. And then, we just do it all over again. Right. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible schedule. It it's <laughs> not ideal for the real for like the real world. Oh God, no. 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 But no, I mean, no, no. I did get. I mean, I got rest last night. It's just like 
it's like I'll slowly kind of work my way back and then we'll do it all over again. So, right. Yeah. You catch up and then it's like, oh, well, here I go again. Yeah. And then, well, the other kicker is that like songwriters in Nashville want to write at 11 a.m. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> can I do like two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you guys know what we're doing like we're on the road like can you just right. give, cut me some slack but, right like, right if it's yeah, a, if it's someone important i will get up though well here i mean i must be important then yes exactly i like it i like it we've had yeah. this plan for a long time we have we have yeah. had this plan for a long it's like it's almost like our schedules had never like coincided at all I know, yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're finally doing it. Same. Same, same, same. So what's been going on with you? How are you? Thanks for being, first of all, thanks for being here. Oh, I've been looking to, like, I love doing podcasts. I thank you for asking me to do it. I I have a good time at, every time I do one, so I'm really excited to, to be here today. Um, I'm good. We're just, like, I'm I'm high. I'm so exhausted from another year of like being out like almost every weekend, but really happy because that's what I I want to be doing and it's what I love to do. So on this Thanksgiving week, I'm really thankful. Um, yeah, like this year was probably busier than last year. I mean, we played almost out every weekend last year too, but I feel like this year was even busier good um if anybody takes a look at my schedules in the past couple years then they know like it's on my instagram and all that but um yeah i i didn't think like last year last year i played the most shows i've ever played i didn't think it could be any crazier than that and then this year was even crazier so (sighs) like i said thankful but exhausted oh yeah oh i'm i'm Dude, anybody that looks at your schedule the way it is and then, you know, doesn't think that it's not exhausting is just out of their goddamn mind. Yeah, it's just a lot of travel. Um, How are you doing? Not bad. You know, busy. It's, you know, it's starting to get colder here. And, uh, you know, it's the holiday season, which is my oh-so favorite. Me too. Uh, um, I was being super sarcastic. I hate the holidays. Oh, um, it, I, it's, it's, I can understand. I don't like the slowing down part because I always want to go, go, go. Yeah. But like, uh, for those of y'all out there who don't know how Nashville works after the CMAs, it's like the industry shuts down and they're like, see you next year. Yeah. Like, so I don't like that part because I want to get stuff done and I want to keep going. Um, but it's nice to be able to slow down a little bit um, and, like, be able to spend time with my family. Because, like, we do have a pretty busy November and December, but I do have a weekend. We have a week, like, the first weekend. No, I, that's a lie. We really don't We really don't slow down in November and December because I just booked a New Year's Eve gig last night. So, we really do. I want to say that we do, but, like, as far as the road goes, we really don't. Like, we'll be out pretty much every weekend, November and December, too. Well, November's over, but, um, 
I mean, I guess like on the holidays, like it's like nice not to do anything. And yeah. Um, yeah. my family personally doesn't travel anymore. Like back in the day we used to, um, my mom's from Cincinnati and we used to go home to see her, um, mom and dad, but then they've both passed away since. So that we did that when we were really young. Um, but now ever since then, like, and then my, my dad's dad passed away. Like there's not really, we have family here, but we really just kind of do our own thing. Um, so it's nice to just like not travel, um, and just like be at home. But no, I get it. It's like, there's certain things about, I I don't understand this year. Everybody got so like way too excited right away. It was like after Halloween, people were like decorating their trees. I was like, Whoa. Like, yeah. I don't think about that till after, after Thanksgiving. So. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, you know, <clears throat> it's funny. I was talking to, I think I was talking to my mom about it the other day. And, you know, my, uh, my mother-in-law is like Christmas obsessed, like obsessed. You know, she's one of those, like if, if it was up to her, the Christmas tree would be up like November 1st. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you know, it's just, it's, it's exhausting hearing about Christmas four weeks before you're, you know, you really need to decorate for it. Yeah. I, well, I'm you like, know? I think everybody felt peer pressure or something because like everyone, like everyone in my hometown, which is, I live in Murfreesboro, which is like 30 minutes outside of Nashville. And that's where yeah. I was born and raised. But everyone in my hometown, I'm like, you guys, like, it was literally everyone at like, November 1st, like, everyone had their stuff up. I'm like, yeah. like you guys, sure. there's, like, peer pressure going on. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's wild, you know, because there is, there's no more, it's almost like there's no more Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's how you I know? feel. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, another day. It's like, oh, well, okay, well, I guess we'll get all, we'll all get to eat and call it a day. It's like, what, yeah. what do you mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm with you. I, like, was like I can't listen to Christmas music until like after Thanksgiving. Right. The other day though, I was like so delirious driving back. Like we we got back to bus call from Virginia in like around four or five, and I just woke up and I was like I have to drive the van back to my house. It's like I need to wake up. I'm gonna turn on some Mannheim steam steamrollers. That's <laughs> like. <laughs> that one, the Carol of the Bells song. I love that song. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna cave for just one second, and then I'm not doing it till after Thanksgiving." So yeah, I, I put that song on like driving down my driveway, but but that's, yeah, I know. You know, that's you. different. That's not yeah. you know, you decided to do that. It right. wasn't like a you know, it was like we have a radio station around here that you know starts Christmas music twenty four seven, like no commercials or some shit. And typically it starts like the day after Thanksgiving, but this year they started it like Monday. See, that's what I'm saying. It's peer pressure. What are you doing? Like, like, not for nothing, like Christmas music at the same time kind of sucks. Certain. I was, yeah, there's a lot of it that I prefer the nostalgic, like original recordings. I do not like it. Yeah. I mean, certain ones. I don't like when people try to redo stuff. Yeah, I don't either. That's I, I prefer like the you know, the original chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I sure. prefer that yeah. one. And then I prefer um what's that other one that I that like goes hand in hand with that song? 
Yeah. Uh, oh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. I prefer. Is it Frank Sinatra? I'm gonna I get roasted like if that's wrong. No, I don't no think idea. it is. Oh my gosh, someone's gonna roast me. <laughs> it's <clears throat> someone old timey. You know what? It might be Sinatra. It might. I feel like it you might. Know, I'm gonna. Be. I'm gonna look it up while we're. I know. I feel like I want to make like. He's got that long, like love yourself. I feel like that's him. If no, you I'm know, it's like, called the Christmas song. Nat King Cole. That's the Christmas song. That's the Chestnuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. Nat King Cole. I knew that one. But who does the "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas"? Uh, um, I mean, Frank Sinatra does a Christmas waltz. Oh my gosh, I'm wrong. Oh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's Frank Sinatra. Okay, okay, I feel better. I was like, yeah, there are people gonna roast me for that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I prefer like the original ones, but no, there's a lot of bad Christmas music out there. There's a lot of bad Christmas music, like yeah. a lot of it. My and dad it's... hates that one song by Wham, um, Last Christmas. Oh my god, that song is awful. He hates it, he hates awful. it. Awful, it's so funny. He's like, That is the worst song ever. It really is, it's terrible. Yeah, you know, it, I don't know, it's I. I I like Christmas well enough, but like I like Christmas like leading up to like Christmas Day. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't need to get all crazy about it three weeks before, like you know. And then like especially like having kids, you get crazy about it and then it's you know, you have to hear literally have to hear about it for a month. But right, it's like, exactly. Dude, we'll tell you when it's Christmas. Don't you worry. You're not gonna miss it. Right. Sorry, I'm getting well, water for those. No, it's totally I'm, I'm so the fact, I was gonna eat my lunch and talk to you, but I was like, you know what? That would be kind of rude. So Well, I, I've heard about on podcast people like complaining when you're eating on I wouldn't care. It doesn't bother me. No, I'm not sure what you do. I heard that like people don't like it when people like you can hear the crunching or whatever. Well, like whatever. they'll complain or whatever. I don't care. It doesn't bother you me. You know, but uh, I if you were to go back and listen to some of these episodes, you could totally hear like people doing all kinds of different shit other than, you know, you know, obviously talking, but like, you know, doing the laundry or I'm just going to drink my water. That's it. But That's fine. That's fine. Um, so you're you're touring like nonstop. So when you're not on the road and you're at home, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm booking you know, more shows and like I'm always trying to stay ahead because um, most people book out probably like three months in advance typically so I'm always trying to stay ahead on that because I have mouths to feed because like I have the same band members which a lot of people don't um, it's hard to keep a band together when you're not constantly touring so that's like another reason why I'm adamant about it because I prefer to have the same people in my like come with me on the road um and honestly it didn't start out that way I didn't start out that way touring like I wasn't in my mind going oh I want the same band people when I first started two years ago I don't know sorry I started before that my band's been together two years ago as it'll be December 4th which Shameless plug, we're having a band anniversary showcase in Nashville. If you're in Nashville listening right now, 
Live Oak at 6 p.m. December 4th. It's going to be a special show because we're celebrating two years together. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, we played our first gig together two years ago, December 4th. Um, me and my the rest of my band. Um, and But before that, I was kind of rotating musicians around um, trying to find the right fit and and yeah I guess in my mind I was like it would be cool to have like the same people over and over but I I wasn't that was not my intention starting out but it, then it just kind of all fell into place and um, like the more we played together the tighter we got as a band and I was like you know I want to keep this going because there's a lot of advantages that having like your own band like that plays with you every time like you just learn each other you this the set is so much tighter because yeah you can almost like predict each other's moves like they always tell me they're like we know when you're gonna mess up like we already know before you do it <laughs> you're gonna mess up it's so funny um but yeah we've grown really really close as a band um and I love them all to death. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. I, I've like lost my train of thought. Oh. No, I did lose my train of thought. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I answered your question. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Okay, no. I, no, the rest of it, though. No, I need to answer the rest. So booking shows is takes up a lot of my time. I'm squeezing in the co-writes to like write new music. Um. I'm a big workoutaholic. If you follow me on Instagram, you would know that for sure. I'm like, I I have a thyroid condition um, called hypothyroidism. Shout out to all those thyroid people out there, thyroid warriors. Um, it's actually a pretty common, relatively common condition. Like I always, this is a random fact, but Synthroid was the most prescribed medicine in 2017. That always sticks in my mind because that was when I got diagnosed. Was around then, or like I think, ish. No. So no, like, no. how do you how do you discover that thyroid stuff? Um, yeah. So it's very kind of tricky to diagnose, and I won't go too much into it. But um, I've never been a morning person, and it's always felt like I've gotten hit by a truck when I wake up in the morning, and I kind of thought that was normal. But then once I discovered that I had it I was like oh wait this isn't normal like I'm not supposed to wake up and feel like death like so when I started taking thyroid medicine that really helped but um there's certain um there's certain like uh weird symptoms you have like you have cold feet cold extremities like your fingers toes I literally sleep with a heating pad on it my on my feet at night (laughs) um because I literally can't sleep if my feet are cold um, and like socks don't even do it. So I sleep with a heating pad on my feet. Um, your, your, your teeth can be kind of brittle. Like I've had really sensitive teeth and they've like been very, I wear a mouth guard at night cause I grind my teeth on top of that. But like, oh, shit. I don't have like my bone. Yeah. Like your bones can kind of be weaker. Your, your bone density. Um, so my teeth have, have kind of been brittle or kind of brittle and I've like had a lot of dental work done, but, um,
Did I lose you? Uh, why is this doing this again? With keeping that Central Mass vibe going, we have to thank our friends over at the DCU Center. Again, here in Worcester, dcucenter.com. They are the premier venue here in Central Massachusetts. They are a mid-size arena. They're the home of the Worcester Railers, the Massachusetts Pirates. Numerous concerts, numerous events. Check them out, dcucenter.com. They are at 50 Foster Street right here in Worcester. Cheers. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. It's funny. I took my thyroid medicine while I was waiting on you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, Sorry, I, like, I, just, I, I don't know if it was my Wi-Fi. Or... No, it's it's funny because yesterday I was doing an interview and like at, at the same timing that ours cut out, it kept cutting out on that one too. Oh, no. So I was like, you know what? I haven't restarted my phone in a few days, so I might as well do that. So hopefully... Knock on wood. That's that's what I needed to do. Hopefully, um, but if if I lose you again, no worries. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty that. I'm pretty laid back, so don't worry about that. I am oh, yeah. I am no diva at all. Um, <laughs> my band like will give me shit and like make it out to be that I'm a diva. Like they have this inside joke. Like if they're talking about something and then I go what, they'll go not everything's about you, Krista. Like, <laughs> I'm like. I know that. I just want to know what y'all are talking about. Right. If you're talking shit, I want to know. Yeah. So, um. Anyways, no. I'm like the. They do that because I'm like the farthest thing from that. But, um. Anyways, going back to the thyroid thing. Um. Yeah, got diagnosed in college. Took two years to figure out the right medicine because there's a couple different versions, and your body's really sensitive to what one will work for you. Sure. Um. And also the dosage, like you can't start out at just like a random dosage. You have to kind of work your way up. Um, so now I'm on like 125 milligrams of Synthroid, which if you're a thyroid person out there, you know what that is. It's a pretty high dose. And then I also take another thyroid hormone called leothyronine. Those are fancy names, but like they're basically T3 and T4 and everybody produces T3 and T4, like their thyroid hormones. I don't produce with your hypo when you're hypo, you don't produce enough T4. Um, and then like if you're hyper, you produce too much. So like if you're hyper, you might like have excessive weight loss. Um oh, okay. so it's like nuts. I'm pretty sure it's a genetic thing. My sister also has hypothyroidism. She but she has a worse version. She has um I won't bore you anymore after this, but she has an autoimmune version called Hashimoto's, which people out there if you have thyroid you know what that is so like basically her body attacks itself because she's not producing or no her body attacks itself to the point it doesn't produce enough whereas mine just doesn't produce enough so like mine's like a less lesser version but like because hers is autoimmune she can't eat gluten like i can eat gluten if i want to so 
Damn. We, um, my, no, my mom, like, we suspect that she has had it. She has it, but she's never gotten tested for it, which I'm like, I think she should, because, like, she probably feel, she's always been tired her whole life, but that's being a mom. Um, I, I think, though, she should go get tested, but my mom is a very selfless person and puts everybody else for herself, so. Yeah, it's a typical um, mom thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but anyways, um, so that, like, got me started on my working out journey, but I'm really glad because it's, it's, it's a great habit, and I even work out on the road, like, I'm a member of Planet Fitness, so. Um, during the week at home, I'm at Planet Fitness, but like also, like Planet Fitness has so many locations. Like they have one in pretty much every city. Right, so, right, right. They're they're all over the place. They're like yeah. They're so like that is the best place because um, like if you get the black card, you can go at, into any location. So that's been really great. Um, and if you're on the road and you don't, you know, you have nowhere to you know sleep for a night or stop, you could just shower there. Exactly. Actually, there was one time when we were in Detroit, um, like a year ago, year or two ago, um, I we had to check out at like 11 a.m. on Sunday, but we had to play Sunday night. So I had the boys drop me off and I worked out and showered and they went and did whatever. I don't even know what they went to do. They might have went to go buy like edibles or something because <laughs> because it's legal. <laughs> um in uh in detroit but um anyways what else um what else do i do during the week so i'm i'm doing a lot of booking i'm squeezing the co-writes um touring keeps me busy enough to where money-wise i'm okay but i've been doing on the side i've recently picked this back up uber eats and doordash so shout out fellow delivery drivers out there I am a fellow delivery driver I I actually love it I did it a lot during the pandemic when you couldn't play shows um did it like out of college um and so I stopped for a while because I got so busy with shows but I've started it back up recently because I need extra money for marketing for recording songs for I mean it's expensive when you're independent everything is so expensive so I recently picked it back up, but I really only do it about twice a week because I'm so busy with everything else. Um, yeah. But I love it. It's like, it's just the only thing I can do that's flexible enough. Because yeah. like this week, I won't be able to really do it because I have so many things going on. Like, what am I even doing? I don't know. I'm, I'm meeting. Um, I have like a meeting later today. Um like a strategy meeting um and then tomorrow um what is wednesday well i had rehearsal yesterday so i couldn't do it yesterday so it's like you know things pop up and it's like i need to take off right and i can't like the only like you can't have a regular job and do that no um you can't really just take off whenever so it's been great but i i I love it like i love i love that i can turn it on anytime i usually do it at night because my hometown is a college town, and so it gets pretty busy because, like, kids want to be, like, ordering Uber Eats at, like, 10 o'clock at night. So Right, right. Um, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I am literally, like, even when I'm home, I'm nonstop. Oh, I'm also trying to catch up on my laundry. Like, nice. Because yeah, it piles up after the weekend. Yeah. Also, or I'm, like, 
if I'm at home, I'm snuggling with my my puppies. My I live with my brother, and he has two dachshunds, and they're the cutest things ever. Um, so yeah, if when I'm not on the road, it's working out, Uber Eats, DoorDash, delivering, uh, booking shows. Booking shows is honestly what takes us the most time. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's paid off because that's my that's my favorite part of being a, a, an artist is touring. So I prioritize that. Like live performance is my favorite part. So I prioritize that. I also, it's been a huge benefit to have my own band um, in so many different ways. But also, um, I feel like, I don't know. I just think that's the most important part. I think record executives would argue differently. They would say social media is the important part. But there's nothing like meeting a fan in person. Like, Correct. you can have a million TikTok followers, but have you met them? Right. Do they come to your shows? Do they not always do they come to their show, your shows? Like I, if people want to know like the real reality of Nashville, like I know TikTok artists out there that get signed and they're doing shows and they can't, they can't fill the room. Right. Like, yeah. sure, they're following on TikTok, but can, will they come to your show? You can't, yeah. you can't really predict that. Um, so me personally, I think that live performance and getting out there in person is the most important thing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's all important. I get it. Social media is important. I get that. But it def- that's definitely not my favorite part. So <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I've been kind of hiring out on certain on those kind of things like tiktok because it's like i have time to film stuff on the road but i really don't have time to edit it right to be honest like i really don't so um i try to outsource where i can but anyways that answers your question that's what i do (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it's a the social media part of it is is a full-time job in and of itself oh my gosh i know like i literally just had to like throw up my hands and be like I cannot do it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, that, that just, that says a lot about you and knowing who you are as a, as a person and, you know, where your tank empties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's certain things I enjoy doing on um, TikTok and Instagram. My favorite thing to do is the, I do the road recaps um, and I'll do like a little 30 second road recap of like behind the scenes and on stage it's really fun to do that because there's something different in every city and then also i will do photo dumps on instagram because people send me pictures that we took um Mm -hmm. and so i like doing that and i i will go through and tag people who sent me them because i think it means a lot i think it means a lot to them that i do that you know because it's like i'm i'm it's my way of being like thank you for coming um yeah and thank you for giving a new artist a chance and thank you for looking up my songs and thank you for learning my songs and like singing them when i come back like that's the coolest part i'm like you guys like are learning my songs like what there's this one guy named barrett he's such a sweetheart in birmingham shout out barrett i'll see you this weekend probably because we're gonna be there we're gonna be there after thanksgiving black friday and saturday night um he showed up to my last show and knew every word to my songs. And I literally wanted to cry. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you know every word to my songs? Like, 
and that's the kind of thing that keeps you going because like oh yeah it's really hard i won't lie to anybody out there that um wonders it's really hard this is a hard thing to pursue um and there's days where you just want to quit but that kind of thing that keeps me going and then also my my band keeps me going like they are so passionate about what we do and they like they believe in me as an artist like I had someone we had a showcase like a couple months ago in Nashville and I had someone come up to me in the industry and he said you know but I can tell your band believes in you watching you watching y'all play and he said that is so huge like you don't even understand like to have people that behind you that believe in you and what you're doing that's huge and not everyone has that and I was like you're so right. And I'm going to cry now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm such an emotional person, but like, seriously, they do keep me going. Like they love it as much as I do and as exhausted as we are. Um, we've really built something special and um, th- I'm serious. Like they, they motivate me to keep booking shows. They motivate me to keep, to keep going. Like, like I said, like there is times that you do want to quit. Like any artist listening to this knows that. It's just like a frustrating industry because a lot of it's politi- very political. Oh, yeah. Um, like the music business is no different than any other business or institution. Like it's political and who you know, but like they make me want to keep going. So um, those two things, it's like seeing people like, you know, singing my songs and coming back to my shows and like developing those personal relationships on the road. And then, my band like those two things are the big things that keep me going yeah i mean you know it's it's when you love something like this you know in the the painstaking that um you know the painstaking day-to-day shit that goes into it right Mm -hmm. it's so easy to just be like you know what this isn't worth it oh yeah Uh, but at the end of the day it's like you think about you know, this is your dream, you know, there's, you know, and you're doing, you're doing it and you're doing it well. Thank you. Thank you. I've, um, it's really good to hear that. And I, and sometimes I, you wonder if you're doing the right things, you know, I'm like, well, maybe I should be, maybe I should just stay home and make TikToks all day. But that's not really me though. Like I, I don't mind social media, but I have no desire to sit at home and do that all day. Like I would much rather be out there meeting people in person and singing in person. Um, and that's another thing that people don't understand. Like singing behind a camera at home is way different than singing in a live setting. Like if you, there, it's just so different. It's night and day. There's so many more factors with live performance. Like, I, I, I kind of feel a little bit, I feel a little bit for the TikTok artists that got taken out of their living room and straight onto a stage because some of them didn't have experience, you know, and then they right. get roasted for it. Um, And, like, that's not their fault. Like, they got thrown into a situation that they weren't ready for. Like, I've been doing this for over 10 years. Like, I've been, I I started out on Broadway in Nashville when I was 16, 17, even before like 18. No, I'd say 18. Like 
never mind. Six. No, I went down there around 16, but I wouldn't say I did start doing it hardcore until 18. Um, you know, would go down there, sit in for a couple songs with people, eventually got work down there in college. And I did the morning shift, like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for like the longest time. And it was obviously, it's obviously like the shift that nobody wants, but man, did I learn so much. I would not trade those years for the world because as much as it sucked to get up that early, I learned so much. Um, I was playing with an, like an older group of guys that like one of them played with Loretta Lynn back in the day. One of them played with somebody else like that was, I'm trying to think of who it was. I don't know, but they all played with like legends back in the day. Damn. Um, so we were doing all the classical country stuff. Um, old school country, like in the morning, cause that's like kind of what people want to hear in the morning. It's like an older crowd. And, um, so that was really fun to do. Cause I love the older, I love older country and I grew up on, on older country and also nineties country. So I really enjoyed that. Um, Loretta Lynn is a huge influence on me. Her like super honest and in your face type of writing is very prevalent in my own writing. Um, so I love singing her stuff. And fun fact for everyone out there, my great grandparents live next to Loretta Lynn, um, which is nuts. Um, like, like right next door. Yeah. In oh, um, Hurricane Mills, Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. Um. And I have a story, if you want to hear it real quick, yeah. my dad, um, my dad was over there once when he was younger and his grandmother, which is my great grandmother was like, Hey, Chad, will you, can you go and see what some critter got loose in our, like in our backyard, which their backyard was a farm, like back, you know, back by like. You know, we, there's some critter that, that's gotten loose in the backyard. Can you go? I think it's Loretta's. Can you go see what it is and see if you can't get it to go back over where it's supposed to go? So he goes out there looking for it. And he's and it turns out it's a buffalo. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not I'm not messing with that. So he goes over to their house, Loretta's house. And, and Mooney answers the door, which was Loretta's husband. Yeah. And. My dad's like, hey, um, your buffalo got loose. Can you come wrangle him? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So we went to go get him. But, yeah, it was just, like, so funny because my grandmother, my great-grandmother had no idea what it was. And my, once my dad figured out it was a buffalo, he was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, my dad has some stories about going over there. And, um, and yeah, they were next-door neighbors. So it's a cool fun fact. I was not named not I was not named technically after that like I, I my middle name is Lynn um but I like to say I was but no my mom's best oh, yeah. friend's name was Lynn so that's I think that's where they got Lynn from but it's really I cool mean, it's just a cool thing that I feel like connects me to her in a little bit of, I never knew her but you know I definitely like learned a lot from her and drew from her um but anyways what are the odds of that, huh? I know. Isn't that crazy? I know, that right? That is crazy. Um, yeah, I know. Um, but going back to 
where were we at before that? See, I get so like off on a tangent and I can't remember where we were, what question was asked. You were talking, we were talking about 90, my influences and like I was talking about, I grew up listening to 90s and old school. Oh, Broadway, Broadway. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Sorry. College we- years. Um, I was, college years, I was rotating between playing on Broadway, cutting my teeth, learning how to like run a show. And then I also interned at a record label. Um, I was, and I was going to Belmont in Nashville. Um, so anyways, going back to the Broadway stuff, I, I am forever grateful that I got those years on Broadway because I learned how to like kind of command a show and like run a show Sure. But also, I learned how to talk to people because I had to go around with a tip jug Yeah. to sober people. Because in the morning, yeah. no one's really, I mean, maybe there's occasional people drinking Bloody Marys, but no one is hardcore drinking in the morning. So you're mainly talking to sober people. And if you don't talk to them, they're not going to tip you. So I had to really learn how to talk to people. And it really paid off to go through that because... um. I still do that to this day. Like um, when we like we're, we've kind of made the transition from playing four hour shows to like two hour shows or like. Now we got to thank our friends on the North shore, the porch Southern fair and juke joint. Our buddy, Jonathan post is the head chef and owner of the porch. They are at 175 rivers edge drive, right in Medford, Massachusetts. Don't want to miss this place. They have some of the best food in the region. Jonathan has brought his Nashville roots here to new England with the food, with the hospitality, and most of all the music, check them out. The porch Southern.com. We're three hour shows. Which has been really a big blessing because four hours is a long time to sing. Four hours is a long time. Yeah. So, but during our breaks that we have, I will go out to the audience and talk to people. And then after the show, I will too. Because it's important to me because it's like, why else am I touring? Like, that's the reason I'm touring. Like, I'm touring to get my name out there, to make connections, to, to get my music out there. So, I will go out and talk to people and you know give them my instagram and my my spotify um you know because i i want people to come back like when we're back in town you know we do hit the same cities like quite a bit um so i i and i enjoy like i said that like i enjoy that part i enjoy meeting people i've become friends with people too that like i've met on the road like i'll there's like a couple of girls I feel like I'll always like end up it's just always like a couple like maybe two or three girls that I end up kind of connecting with and I'll give my number to them and then um this is like in every city and then I might like meet up for dinner with them or something because I just it's so fun like I I love yeah I really love like making friends like making friends and like I don't even like to call anyone fans like I know that that's the term but like Right. That doesn't, that's not really how I view it. Cause like, I'm just a, I am a normal person that just happens to sing. I like, I don't, 
I, I kind of hate when people like put artists on a pedestal because oh, yeah. we're really not any different than you guys. Like I, I'm, I'm like the most down to earth person there is like, and I just, I love people. I love making friends. I love, I love loving people. Like that's like why we're here on earth is to love other people. So, cause we're here for a short time. Like you might as well love. Like, so, so I love that. Um, I love that. That's my favorite part. And like I said, it's a huge motivating factor to keep going because people like if you're friends with someone, you want to see them succeed. So like these people that I become friends with, they want to see me do well. And, and that means a lot to me. Um, and I want to see them do well. Like I always like want to know what's going on in their life. And the coolest thing too, is like when, you know, a girl will tell me what she's going through. And then, like, she's like, your song, this song, like, really helped me because, like, that's exactly what I'm going through. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that means the world to me because, um, like, growing up, for me, music was therapy to get through things like breakups, hard times. Like, that's, like, what got me through. And so the fact that I can be other people's therapy, I feel like that's, like, my purpose on earth is, like, if my music can be therapy – for someone else like that, that's so fulfilling. So yeah, um, it's just the last two years of my life have been some of the best of my life. Like I am so blessed and so thankful. Um, like I, I, I love it so much. Um, and like I said, as hard as it is and as exhausting it is, I'm so glad that I've stuck with it. Um, but, um, yeah, so Broadway, I was doing that during college. And then I guess you probably want to know, like, the transition from, like, Broadway to the road. Um, yeah. So to put it as short as possible, so, like, out of college, I did get a job in the music industry out of college for a little bit. And I was still doing Broadway and also working in publishing um, okay. and it was flexible enough to where I could do both. Um, but that job did not work out probably for the better because, um, once, once I was let go, I, it kind of forced me into, okay, what am I doing? I know I want to be an artist. Like I have nothing to lose. Let's go for it. And I recorded my first EP, but that was like back in 2017. Basically, it had nothing to do with me, but there was um, a merger going on with the company, and it just didn't work out. Like they couldn't bring me bring me on. Oh, sorry, a merger, not a murder. No, oh, nothing bad right, happened. I was like, just a, who did a you company, kill? Like a company merger. No, yeah, yeah. no, it was just a merger, and they could not bring me on. And that's totally, I totally get it. Like it just didn't work out. But like I said, it was a huge blessing that it didn't because it really catapulted me into pursuing the artist thing. Um, and so actually funny going back to the Uber eats and DoorDash thing. Once I got let go of that job, I was like, well, I need to do something while I right. figure this out. And so that's when I started doing Uber eats and DoorDash. Cause um, like downtown wasn't quite paying my bills. So I wasn't doing it enough to where it was paying my bills. So I started doing, um, Uber Eats and DoorDash and then I was like trying to figure out how to record an EP and write music and um and so 
that's what I was doing for a while and then put out my first EP in 2018 and um and then I was I kind of got more work on Broadway at the same time I and so then I was like working more on Broadway still doing Ubers and DoorDash writing more music fast forward to 2019 into 2019 I'm pretty burnt out from working on Broadway and I'm ready to move on. I'm like, how do I get on the road? Like, how do I do this? Met some guys through a gig I was doing on Broadway. It was a bass player and a drummer and they were hired just like I was hired by this other guy we were all playing for, but they had their own band outside of that. Mm -hmm. And they were doing the tin roof circuit, which if anyone's not familiar that is a bar circuit that is all across the U.S. that um, I toured for a long time. I'm, I kind of have moved on from it. We do still a couple of them. Like, we're, we're actually doing Tin Roof Birmingham this weekend. But for a long time, that was, that was my that – we were only doing Tin Roof. So I was curious as to how they got into t- to Tin Roof, the circuit. Because I had heard about it before, and I was like, that that would probably be a good way to start touring. Yeah. It's because it's the same chain, and they're all across the USA. So um, that would be a good way to get into touring. Um, and they were like, you know, honestly, we could, get, we could give you their number, but they're not going to get back to you unless they, like, know you. I was like, well, that's a bummer. And I mean, that's kind of how the music industry is. Like, if unless they have a reason to get back to you, they probably aren't going to get back to you. Right. Um, so um, I was like brainstorming. I was like, how can I get in front of these people? I was still playing on Broadway with them. And then I, I started to become pretty good friends with them. And I, so I went up to them one day after the gig. And I was like, you know, could I just like come on the road with you guys? Like, you don't have to pay me. I just want to come with you. Get up there, sing a couple songs. And they were like, sure. So I started going on the road with them and getting up there and doing a couple songs. And then I was able to meet the bookers that way. Right, right. Um, and so I started forming relationships with them. This is early 2020. January, February, March. I was touring with them. Boom, the pandemic happens. Um, I had made enough connections up to that point that once after everything calmed down with the pandemic, like I was able to reconnect and started slowly getting gigs, my own gigs with Tin Roof. Started out just acoustic, not full band. It's like my first one was like October 2020, Detroit, acoustic, definitely lost money on it. Like I flew there, lost money, didn't make a dime. Like, but I did it. Like I got, I got my first gig and it went well. And slowly but surely, I got more acoustic gigs at the different ones. Then those turned into full band because, like, last minute, somebody canceled. So they called me and were like, can you do it? And I just took everything they gave me last minute, no matter what. I was like, yes, I can do it. And then I would, like, scramble to find a band to do it. But we did it. And I they kept calling me back because I was reliable. Right. And that slowly turned into just more gigs and more gigs. And um, fast forward to the end of 2021, I had still been kind of like rotating out musicians. 
Um, and then finally, December 4th was the day that me and the band I have now played our first gig together. And there was just something about it. We were like, this is a good group. Um, and my, my, my band jokes with me because they're like, you said that before we even played and you were going to jinx it. And I was like, <laughs> I said we were on the way to Columbia, South Carolina. And I was like, I've been waiting for us all to play together. Like, I'm so excited. Like, this is going to be so great. And my, my band leader, who's super practical guy was like, well, hold on a second. We haven't played together yet. Like, don't get ahead of yourself. Um, but sure, we right, could all hate but, each other. Right. I was right though. No, like I was so right. Like, we played such a good show. And then after the bonding was really great, like both my, my guitar player and my drummer are both from Ohio. So they really bonded over that. Um, they stayed up drinking Natty light all night after we were done. And, and uh, Jacob and I went to bed because we, I mean, we'll stay up with them. And like, I don't really, I, I'm not usually drinking after the show. I, I might have had a couple during like, but I'm not usually like drinking anything after like they, they like, they don't like to drink during the show. So they'll drink after. Um, But Jacob, my, my bass player has a, a stomach issue. So, um, or he has Crohn's disease, which also my brother has that as well. So shout out to all those Crohn's people. It is a hard life. I, I, I don't know your pain, but I, I, I empathize because my, I see my brother go through it and my, my bass player go through it. Um, so like really alcohol is not good for either of my brother or Jacob. So he doesn't drink, but, um, uh, we still will stay up with them and, um, just talk and bond over things. And, and then we typically bug out a little bit earlier than they do. And they'll, they'll top off the night with their natty lights. But, um, anyways, uh, that first night was just like fate and ever since then we'll be we've been together and um i'm just like the luckiest girl in the world because they're all such great guys and i if you get me talking about it too long i will start crying (laughs) (laughs) i love them all very very much and they know that that's good it's it's nice to have a i'm sure it's nice to have a band that's close so oh my gosh it's not you know, because you could have yeah. a band that you hate each other, or you oh, know, yeah. or get along enough to you know deal with each other, but not be close. Yeah, no, we're really, we're all really, really close. I, I love them all so much, and um, we're family, and I would not have it any other way. I'm kind of like was raised that way too, like to just be. I I like um, my my own family. I'm super close with my own family, so. Um, that might be where it comes from is that that's just like what I want in a, in a group. Like I want us to be close. So yeah, it's just been the best two years of my life. Like, and it's because of them and I I love them so much and I'm looking forward to next year. We've already got a bunch of dates on the books. I haven't announced them yet, but we're like booked through March already. So Anyways, what else? What other questions you got? I, I mean, you're you've been taking the reins. This is awesome. I haven't even. Had I to well, I I didn't. I don't want to take over completely, but I want to make sure you got like all your questions in. But I feel like I guess I'm covering things without. Yeah, you. you're you're doing a hell of a job because you know we all don't right. come. I don't come in with questions. You know, it's pretty much oh, all. Cool. 
conversation based you know yeah so no i really like that i like that a lot I, you know there's there's nothing worse to me than listening to a podcast or an interview where it's like well what's your favorite color what you know right, what, did you, no. what did you mean when you said this in this song or you know like like nobody cares like i you know like you said earlier like for me i started this show to do exactly what we're doing you know just mm-hmm. shoot the shit you know showing showing the audience that or your fans that you're an actual person, not just oh, yeah. a, not just a name on a billboard or you know or whatever or a face. That's why I it. like doing podcast. I love it. It's so fun, and I'm a big podcast listener listener as well. Like I I love listening to podcasts. Some of my top ones are the one that turned me on to podcasting was Up and Vanished. Does anybody know that podcast out there? Like Up and Vanished? I'm guessing it's a true crime one. Yes. And I, that was the one. And like, it was before really podcasts were popular. Okay. It was like back in 2017. And it hooked me so bad. Like that first season. Oh my gosh. So good. I can't, I won't lie the the next couple seasons were not as good they're still good just not my favorite so i that i think that's kind of hard to replicate when you have such a good first season you're like uh like where do i go now right um but yeah if anybody's never listened to the first season of up and managed you should go listen to it's so good um and then after that i don't know i just i like i like the pop culture podcasts a lot like anybody listen to the toast out there that kind of give you like what's going on, like with, t- <laughs> you know, the lowdown on t- Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and <laughs> all that. Like, if you want to know about it, like they're talking about it. So like, that's my guilty pleasure is pop podcasts. Um, I like chicks in the office. I like, um, okay. This is going to sound really funny. Cause I don't have any investment in these people really but before i listen to their podcast but there's these two lindsey chrisley and kale lowry have a podcast called coffee combos kale is from teen mom and then lindsey chrisley is from chrisley chrisley knows best so those are both reality shows but they have their own podcast and i know it seems like literally everyone and their mother has a podcast these days that are on some kind of show sure. like but they're really funny so i really like them a lot and and they're they're like women that are you know that that are like living life and i can relate to that so i i like that podcast a lot but anyway i could go on and on about podcasts but you know um for me it was for me it was joe rogan oh yeah i like him too yeah yeah. you know that was that was kind of what i i don't even know what the topic was when i first listened but you know from there it was just like a conversation you know and i i got into the true crime there for a little while but it was it got to a point where it was like, all right, you know. Right. Like, I know it's like it's such a now everyone's trying to do it, and it's like, eh, like only certain people are good at it. I have a question about Joe Rogan though for you. Yeah, I have. I gravitate towards certain episodes, so I I can't say I've not listened to every episode. I, there's some episodes where I'll try to listen, and I'm like, ah, this topic's kind of boring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, that's. Oh yeah. That happens. He all the time. interviews so many different people. Yeah. So, I, so you you don't listen to them all? No, no. Okay. Like when he when he starts talking about like the MMA and UFC and all that yeah. shit, like I kind of I tune right out. Like I'm like, all yeah, right, well, I'm all done with this. I'm the same way. I, know, I obviously like listening to the country music ones he's done. Like, oh yeah, Stapleton, Luke Combs, 
yeah. or any musicians are really interesting to listen yeah. to. Um, I, I there's been a couple of the military people you had on that I think have been cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, it has to be something that piques my interest. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. I can't. I don't care if it's not interesting. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I like a lot of the comedians he has on. You know, even if it's somebody I don't know who they are. You know, I think those are great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, I, I do like I said, I do like this because it it does give people a chance to, to get, to like know me, um, outside of music. Um, cause like, like I said earlier, um, uh, we are just normal people. Yeah. It, it's funny too. Cause it's like, I think people think it's more glamorous than it is. Even on like, I mean, we're definitely on like the, the grind level right now. Cause we travel in a 14 passenger van. Um, we typically do Airbnbs because um, they are, this is going to sound weird, but they're cheaper than hotel yeah. rooms. Yeah. Like, so like getting like a two bedroom Airbnb for us is cheaper than getting two hotel rooms. And when I say hotel rooms, I mean, decent hotel rooms. Like, sure. You can go get a shitty motel six, but <laughs> we did that one time and it was not a good time. Right. Yeah. And it literally, I feel in the okay. The reason we did that was because for some reason that weekend the Airbnbs were just outrageous in Madison, Wisconsin. I don't know what was in the water that weekend, but I could not find a good one. So then I was like, well, we'll try Motel 6. Yeah, that was rough, but I mean, it was fine. It just was rough, and I didn't tell my mom about it, but well, <laughs> she gets yeah. worried about. It wasn't really, it wasn't in a bad part of town. So that was fine. But the people but that still, occupy Motel 6, Motel 6s are, are questionable. You don't know what they're up to, really. So, you know, I, I had stayed in a Motel 6 somewhere between DC and Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not, not much bother. So I think I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention our friends over at 10thwhiskey.com. That's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. They're out of Vail, Colorado. Great, great friends of ours. We, um, we don't like bourbon here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, and they make the absolute best bourbon I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because they've been great to us. They have the best bourbon, the best rye I've ever tasted in my entire life. So check them out. 10thwhiskey.com. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Cheers. That might have been my bad because I hit a button. That's all right. Uh, yeah. um, Sorry. Like, Anyways, go ahead about your Motel totally 6. Right. Totally all right. Um, so yeah, we were staying at a Motel 6 and it was me and my buddy Chris and it was like one of the, no, it was my buddy Matt. Me and Matt. We, um, <laughs> it was one of those things where we were like, you know what? Maybe we should like slide something up against the door just so that nobody tries to get in. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what you're dealing with. You know, because we were seeing, you know, like hookers coming in. Oh, goodness. Now it's going in and out again. I don't know why. I didn't press a button this time. Hold on. Send me the link again. Oh, there you are. Wait, wait. I got you. No, you I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I don't know I'm what here. Happened. Sorry. My... That time I didn't press a button. No. Okay. 
my alarm Sorry. went off to to take. Oh. No big deal. Your what pills? My crazy pills. My ADHD ones. Oh, you're. That's not crazy pills. My listen. I feel like I'm on like a bajillion different medicines. I'm on um the synthoid and the the ethanine. I also do take. Let's just like get rid of this stigma because I take, I take um, citalopram for my. I have a mild OCD. Yeah, so. I, I take citalopram too. Every oh, day. see. Yeah. Like we need to get rid of this stigma of just like we all have things that we, you know, we we it's, you just got to deal with it. You know, we yeah. we and all of us are. It's more common than than people. Oh, oh it's way more yeah. common than people. Oh, fuck yeah! It's yeah. one of those things where like you know. Uh, you know, people don't understand, you know, or, or if they do, they don't want to admit they understand. Yeah. You know, for, for some ungodly reason, you know? Right. So I take that. I take a bunch of supplements. Like I have to take vitamin D because when your thyroid's naturally low in vitamin D. Um, I, oh, I also have this weird heart condition that I didn't know about until like two years or a year ago. Uh, I was born with a hole in my heart. Jesus Christ. Which is actually like pretty common. But it's, it's called an aneurysm. And they huh. called me on the phone and told me this. And I was like, what? They were like, no, no, no. It's not that serious. Like, there's a bunch of people that. <laughs> oh, you have that, a hole in your heart. But, but you said aneurysm. And I was like, what? You have, oh, he, they were like, your heart has an aneurysm. I was like, what? They were like, no, 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 no. It's really common. All good. Only thing you need to do is take an aspirin a day. You're just a little more susceptible to a stroke than other people. You take an aspirin. That will severely or that will not severely that's not the right word i will it will significantly lessen your chances so i just take an aspirin a day um that's wild i know i didn't even know the only reason i they're like you've had it since birth but like you wouldn't know unless you got an ultrasound on your heart and i did because i was worried about heart palpitations i was having which you can have if you have thyroid issues Heart palpitations are pretty common. Um, there's also a link to citalopram and heart palpitations as well. So I just didn't know where that was coming from, and I just wanted to make sure my heart was okay. So I, because I, I am, a, I am also a hypochondriac, <laughs> and like always think I'm dying. Dude, like, I think that don't take this the wrong way, but I think that's a female thing. Yes, I swear. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. I did think it is a female. There, oh, I know a lot of females that are the same way. Dude, you, you, like, you women are fucking nuts. And I, again, I, I mean know. That, no, I, mean I know. That with all the love in my heart, but my God. Yeah. No, I, I like will get a headache and I'm like, am I, do I have a brain tumor? Oh my God. I'm like, dude. So, all right. All right. Now, now that we're on this, and I, I'm going to tell these stories because my wife never listens to these episodes, and she'd just get mad anyway. So, might as well just fucking shake, shake the dice and see what happens. But like, my wife does the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, she'll get it, and like, it makes it worse. I swear to God, it makes it worse. Oh, right? Where oh, one hundred percent. You're like, oh, I have a, he-, you know, she'll be like, oh, I have a headache, and then it turns into like, well, what if I'm having a stroke? And it's like, how do you? One, how do you women make that leap? Like, holy shit. I know. Like, uh, you go from, oh, I have a headache to I'm dead. I'm, it, you know, like, tell the kids I love them. It's like, what are you fucking, what are you talking about? I have another one that's really bad. Like, so I get, my back gets out of whack pretty easy because of, I'm constantly doing something. Like, I'm running, I'm lifting weights, whatever. 
you need to be put down, girl. I know. I know. Holy shit. Um, so like whenever my back gets out of whack, sometimes the pain will run down my left arm from like upper back. And I'm like, oh my God, my arm is my arm is a my arm is a um it's hurting like I'm gonna I'm having a heart attack like cause you get pain in your left arm or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Krista, calm down. Like yeah. I have to like talk myself down. Yeah. Yeah, my wife does it all the time. She's like, my my arm hurts. I must be having a heart attack. And I'm like, trust me, you would know if yeah. you were having a heart attack. Like, you well, would know. People say that it feels like an elephant sitting on your chest. Right. And right. I, I've never experienced that. So I me neither. I think I'm fine. But, like, I've been have, been have a, I've had a couple times where I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, what's going on? But, um, no, no, yeah. No, I think it is a girl thing. I know a lot of women that are like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, your ability to your you girls, your ability to assume you're dying all the time, and then to like bring up past things that have happened like years and years and years ago. It's it's an art form. It's almost impressive if it wasn't so annoying. Oh yeah, uh, my mom is the queen of that. She <laughs> she'll tell you, that, like she'll remember something that happened, like the day and the time, and um. I also, I mean, yeah, that's a women thing too. But yeah. y'all men now, y'all men. No, no, we're fucked up. Why do you take so long to take a shit? <laughs> um, honestly, it's I probably swear. to get away. From, it's probably to get away from you. It's every man, though. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah. like my band, like yeah. everyone in my band. I'm like, you guys yeah. take forever. It's our poop. time. Yeah, it's our time. I know. I'm like, I know you're not just pooping in there. You're doing other things. Like, I hear your phone yeah. on. Like, oh, yeah, no, it, oh, especially if you have the phone. Oh, forget about it. But if I, it doesn't take, it never takes me long. Like, no, I, for girls, it doesn't sometimes. No, it's, it's bizarre to me. I well, don't some understand. girls will claim that they don't poop, but that's a lie. Out yeah, there. no, that's All a bunch of shit. Poop, okay, like we poop, we fart. Yeah, so stop telling people that we don't. Yep. Um, um, no, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like what's the other, what's like another one that's like so common to y'all? Y'all forget things. I don't know. Like, um, see, I don't know if it's that we forget. It's just that we don't. When when we're being told something, we don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not, so it's like not, one not, in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's not that we don't care, like to be malicious. It's we just, um, we just don't care. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Oh man, men and women can't live with them. Can't live without them. Oh no, God, nope. Cannot, you know, it's it's one of the weirdest things where it's like, you know, we're kind of, I don't want to say we're told our whole lives, but like, you know, it's like, well, one day you're going to be in a relationship with the opposite sex and it's going to, you know, that's how things work. And it's like, yeah, sure. That is how things work. But like, fuck, it's like, you have to pick, you have to pick the crazy you want to deal with. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's like who's crazy, who's batshit insanity can I tolerate for the rest of my life? And who's and who out there can tolerate my batshit insanity? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Cause you know, there's only there's certain things when it comes to relationships that, you know, can last so long, right? Before it's like, all right. You know for what? Sure. This this aspect is great, but you're fucking tapped. You know? For sure. Yep, uh, you got, and I have, I mean, everybody has deal breakers. I would say my deal breaker is 
a real big one, but it's like my only, like I'm a pretty laid back person and can handle a lot. But my big deal breaker is if you cheat, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that, I think that's like a, that's a given, right? Well, sure, you would think so. And I, t- and I have been up front with every person I've been with, but then they went and still did it. Right. And you're just like, no. No, did you is- not think I meant what I said? Because I did. <laughs> This is going to be, like, such a typical dude response, right? But, like, as a woman, right, you have to admit to an extent, right, that emotional cheating is way worse than physical. Yes. But at the same time, for me personally, because I am the way I am, like, it's still, like, I'm still going to break up with you either way. But, yeah. I mean, it well, is, course, I would say, right. yeah, emotional is definitely worse. Um, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, no, either way, I'm going to break up with you. But um, it's just, like, hard to, it's hard to wrap my mind around. And I don't know if it's, I'm just wired. I'm a very loyal person. So I expect and want loyalty in return. So of course, of course. that is big for me. Um, so it just, like, that is my one thing. Like, I don't, there's nothing else that, like, is so big, so big to me that, you know, I don't really, I feel like that's, like, my one deal breaker, but, yeah. um. Smokers, too. Can't do it. What's that? Oh, smoke. Yeah, okay. You're right. I can't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be with someone who smokes. Okay, maybe I do have more than I think. I, no, I, I honestly, yeah. I have been with drinkers in the past, so I, I'm not a big, I, I mean, I drink but not like crazy like I I want someone that kind of matches me and I'm actually I'm dating someone now that kind of matches me uh which most people will know that I'm dating my guitar player (laughs) which I know it's so cliche but like Uh, listen guys this guy's a keeper he's a keeper yeah yeah great way to awesome now now something's gonna fuck up and the band's gonna break up no 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 no. listen okay what am I gonna do what am I gonna do if you guys Listen, that was something in the very beginning that we talked about and we were worried about. Um, but we, so we didn't tell the band for like a couple months because we were like, we need to make sure this is like real and right and like what we want before. Because if it doesn't, if it's not it, then we don't even need to tell them that we tried. Right. Um, but it did turn serious and. So then we told them we were so scared to tell them, oh my gosh, like I was so nervous because I just, we didn't really know how they were going to take it. Did you Um, tell them like through like a group text, I hope? No, I told my, my bass player, cause I'm closer to him. He's been in my band the longest. Um, and I just felt like I wanted to tell him myself. Yeah. Um, and he, he had the best response, honestly. He's like a very quirky quirky guy but like in a in a good in like the best way like he his humor is the funniest humor like he is just always hitting us with those one-liners and we're like oh my gosh you're so funny we love him so much but um so I like was trying to work up the courage to say it and I was like I need to tell you something it's nothing bad like I just you know I don't even know it just I blurted it out basically and he was like oh 
Well, that's, I mean, that's great. Like, kudos to y'all for keeping it under wraps because I had no idea. It's like, well, we were trying to. We just wanted to see if it was, like, real. And he was like, well, no. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm good with it. And I was like, and he, and I said, and I said, I just want to make sure it's okay because, like, I love you all so much. And I just, like, don't want anything to change. And he goes, well, you can't date all of us. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. That's such a Jacob response. It was so funny. That's and then, awesome. So that was great. And then we kind of told the drummer together. Like, we were sitting after a gig one night. And we were actually in Birmingham. So so Jacob was my basically was staying with his family. So it was just me, Eli, and Brandon. And Brandon kind of got nervous. And was like trying to work up the courage to say something. Um, and he said, he kind of just blurted it out. And Eli thought he was joking. He was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, No, it's real. Like, no, we really are. And, and he was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me give me just a minute. I just need a minute. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Like, because he, he's married to a singer and they used to be in a band together. So he understands. Um, he was like, I just need a minute to wrap my head around this. Just give me a minute. And then he was like, no, I'm cool with it. I'm good. It's good. I just like was not expecting that. I had no idea. I'm like, there were so many times, though, where I was like convinced that they knew. So yeah. it was just funny that like they had no idea. But all in all, they're good with it. Nothing's changed. Thank God. Like nothing's changed. Um, That's like awesome. they might, They might like. They, they'll make a joke here or there, like, you know, if I, like, hug hug Brandon, my guitar player, they'll be like, get a room. But, like, it's a joke. Like, we, <laughs> get a room. <laughs> we, um, we try not to really do PDA in front of the ba- – sorry, that's my dog. That's right. I just don't – not that they would care. I, just, I thought like, it was your boyfriend, actually. No. no. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think they would care if I, like, kiss him on the lips in front of them. But, like, I just prefer to, like, not be – do that in front of them all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't want to make them feel weird about it, you know? So I just kind of try to keep it professional when we're around. Like, I mean, I might sit next to him on the couch or something, but I'm not going to be all over him in front right. of everybody. Oh, right. So, um, no, and nothing's changed. So I'm really thankful for that. And um, I, I, it's it's obvious it definitely is a risk, but like we we you know, we love each other and I I mean, like I said, I think he's a keeper, so <laughs> uh yeah. I it's gone really well. We've almost been together a, almost a year because it was in February of That's awesome. Last year. So um yeah, he's he's a sweetheart and so so when when's the wedding? When's when's <laughs> you know, when's all that? Um you know don't do it, Krista. He, he's not Don't super. No, no, no. I mean, he, I, I will say this: like, he's he. No, there's no pressure. On, like, n- neither neither one of us feel pressure on that. Like, we're not rushed at all. Um, we really are honestly focusing on the like. We both have said we want to focus on the band yeah. and like really work towards our goals. Um, before any of that, like. In my mind, like, even before I met him, I was like, I don't want to get married until I have, like, a publishing deal or a booking deal or something. So, like, I kind of work, I kind of have my goals at the forefront. And he knows that. And he's really supportive. And, like, 
you know, it's just like, we're just kind of on a very laid back timeline, like of, you know, like we want, we know we want to be together and that's really all that matters, you know, like there's no reason to rush any, anything like that. So, um, no, I mean, God, in no. the South, I guess people, people rush it, but like that, the Southern thing is like to get married when you're 20, but <laughs> I didn't really fall yeah. into that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. My sister just got married. She's a couple years younger than me. And I like always knew she was going to get married before me. I don't know what, why I thought that, but I was like, I know she's going to get married before me. Um, she's, younger than she, you. she's younger than me. Um, so like oh, okay. by a couple years, but like, I just somehow I was just like, maybe it's because I knew the nature of my career. Like things were going to yeah. happen, happen later for me. But also, I mean, she also like, she's got, you know, she's always wanted to be a mom. She's always wanted to like, you know, like, do that kind of thing and like i do i mean one day one day way down the line i would love to be mom yeah, but, yeah. um so yeah because you're relatively just, young right yeah so right. yeah you're fine yeah so do you yeah i mean i just think it, having kids is like whenever i do have kids i want to, like, to devote my whole time to them and i can't do that it, like right now you know like Krista, I'm, I'm, gonna to give you, I'm gonna give you a little secret right Okay. No matter what point of life you're in, you're never going to be able to give every ounce of your time to your kids. That's true. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's true. You, you know what I? You know what I say all the time, right? So, I had my first at 28, and mm. I look back now, right? And he's eight. Just turned eight, right? I don't know. He just turned eight. I think so. Aww. So 28, 29, 31, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, he just turned eight. Um, and I say it all the time, like, I wish, I almost wish I would have had him at, like, 20, 21. Um, yeah, really? Yeah, because, you know, my wife had her first when she was 22, 21, 22, 23, I don't know, he's 14, 13. Mm -hmm. Um, and... You know, he's almost done, and we're not even 40 yet. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that would, that uh, like, hindsight being 2020, I wish, I wish. And then, you know, we, uh, I don't want to say stupidly because I love him dearly, but, you know, we had a baby together four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, at 32, I'm having a baby, a baby baby, and it's like the whole clock starts all over again. Yeah, you know, I get like, that. I think there's pros and cons to having kids young and having kids old. Because like, oh, hundred percent. My 100%. dad was like in his mid thirties when he had his first, which was me. I mean, I think he was thirty two, thirty three when he had me. Yeah. And then he had my sister and brother after, so now he's almost sixty eight, sixty nine, and like, he's definitely still with it. But I won't lie; it's hard to watch your parents get older. I hate it. Yeah. Like, oh hate yeah. It. You know, and it's um, weird because it's like my parents had me rel- very young. You know, my mother and I are, you know, only really 20, 21 years apart. You know what I mean? So here I am at 36 and my mom's only, you know, 56, 57. You know, oh, it's that's like, amazing. That's amazing. It, yeah, it's it's kind of like a, it's a weird kind of thing, you know? That's cool. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's great. It's like great. I said, I think there's pros and cons of both. Yeah, oh, 100%. Sure. 100%. But, yeah, no, I do. I, I've heard that before that, like, you're really never ready. You're no, never ready God. to have kids. And you're never, like, because, like, people will be like, I'm going to wait till I'm this and I'm making this certain amount of money and blah, blah, blah. And, like, what I've heard is that you're just never ready. Like, no, you're matter. never ready. Like, so, and never. also, like, you're never going to be able to give all of yourself to. No, God, yeah. no. Not in a million years. Yeah. Not in a million years. I and guess what okay. I mean is I would probably want to be at a point in my career where I'm established enough that I could take months off the road, you know? Like, yeah. right now, I don't feel like that's feasible. But, like, yeah. Like, once I have a kid, I would like to be home with them, like, at least yeah. the first year. Um, You know, ideally... The ideal thing would just kind of emulate Carrie Underwood, like have a couple hits, win some awards, and then have a kid. You know? Yeah. I mean, that that is the ideal. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, obviously. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. That is the future. You don't know what's going to happen, but. Yeah. I would like, I would like to like accomplish some things before, just like so that I can have the flexibility to take off and yeah. all that. Girl, I'm still um, trying to figure out how to figure this life out, so I get it. I know. It's like you're never, we never, no one ever figures it out completely. Never. You just, you, you learn as you go. That's right. And, you do. And it's a beautiful life. It's a crazy life. And the world we're living in is nuts, but it's a, still a beautiful life. There's still a lot of good people out there. I know there's a lot of bad people out there. There's also a lot of good people out there. I was actually, the other day I was talking to my guitar player slash boyfriend i was like do you think that there's like more good than bad or is it 50 50 he was like nah i think there's more th- there's more good than bad i'm like i like your i like your outlook on it i, I like your right. enthusiasm <laughs> yeah i he was just like i think good people there's more good people they just stay they're just quiet and they're they're quietly doing good things while 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 like the bad people are like loud about it <laughs> yeah Which I, know, I, I i get what he's saying i think a, i think a part of that is true yeah you know, yeah, 100%. Me too. Me too. Well, I, I guess, feel like, and I, and I, I think I know a lot of, a lot more good people than bad people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that, we're going to go with that. I'm a glass whole, I mean, a glass half full person. Um, so that's kind of how I see life is glass half full. I like Always. it. Always. Yeah. I like it. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We've, I feel like we've been talking forever about everything. I know. I'm excited to um, for this to come out. Me too. Uh, Me too. And yeah, I, I I said like I I'm so glad that I got to do it. And um, please have me back anytime. Oh, anytime. Hopefully, like Any- a year from now, yeah, I'll we have, can, like a good update. We'll do like a, a yearly, you know, catch it up with Krista kind of. Yeah. Yes, I would love that. You know, that's what we'll just call it. We'll just call it catching up with Krista. Okay, that sounds good to me. You know, every every year on the Boots and Whiskey podcast, we will have a yearly catching catching up with Krista episode. That sounds good to me. It does sound good, doesn't it? And it's catchy. Yes, yes. we love the catchy. We love. We the do catchy. like we do like catchy. Yes. Um. So yeah. So all right. So but before we uh, you know, before we part ways, what is what is what is your boots or what is your pot ah your pod what's yeah what's your boots and your podcast of choice what's your boots and your whiskey of choice? So my boots would be the the ones that I wear the most at my shows. <laughs> They're G- well no okay 
I go back and forth between the Gianni Benny boots, which are not really cowboy boots, but they are very much like they have a bit of a Western style. If you go to my Instagram, you'll you'll see the ones I'm talking about, which everyone always asks. They're sparkly. They always ask me about them. Um, you can get them on Dillard's, everybody. And shout out Black Friday. Like if this is this comes out before Black Friday, it will. Cyber Monday. Like, it will. Y'all go on you. and get them because they're probably gonna. Nope. Yeah. So Dillard's <laughs> website, and then um, the other ones though that I really love are are all rhinestone out, and they're they're by Betsy Johnson, and they're super tall. Like I really like the super tall boot, and that, that's a cowboy boot. Like, nice. um, so anything spark, it's just the sparkly boots for me. And then, uh, that's kind of my signature, what I wear. Um, and then whiskey, I typically go for Jack Daniels. Got a girl. Yeah. Got a girl. That's what I'm going to ask for. If, if that's, if I'm drinking whiskey, that's what I'm going to ask for. It's a, it's always a solid choice. I don't yes. care what anybody says. Yes, Absolutely. What about it. you? I'm sure that you already told people, but um, my boots—I go between my Ariats and my uh, Dixons. I love my Dixons because they were like custom-made, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, and my whiskey of choice, honestly. So I'm a Tennessee Squire, so Jack is always gonna have a a place in my heart. Yeah. Uh, and then I like everything that kind of comes out of Buffalo Trace. I like, you know, I really, I, there's nothing I haven't had that I, there's nothing I've had that I haven't liked except for, um, Heaven's Door. It's the mm. only thing I really cared for. So no Heaven's Door. I would say my honorable mention for boots is Lucchese. And then I don't have any, but I love them. <laughs> so Lucchese, if you need a sponsor, please right. send me that's, boots. <laughs> that's how I feel about Tacovis. I feel that, yeah. you know, I would love a. You know, I would love a Tacova anything, you know? Yes. It's so expensive. One day, one day, we'll get that. One day. That's... Thank one you day. so much for having me. Oh, dude, anytime. Come back anytime. Yeah, know? I would love to come back and give you an update in the year. We'll do yeah, the let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, I highly doubt you're going to be like, well, all I'm doing is Uber Eats now, so. No, uh, hopefully I will be even busier and... We've set out some goals for next year, so hopefully awesome. we we can talk about it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. And I, you know, I hope you have a great uh, holiday season. You too. And I will share this, by the way, on all my platforms. I I, I know people want to tune in, so I love it. I will share it. All right. All right. I'll see you in a year, but I'll probably talk to you before. Yeah. Then. Sounds good. Sounds perfect. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Krista. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Krista. Krista, again, thank you for taking the time. Your schedule, I know, is crazy ass, and we appreciate you 
more than you'll ever know for taking the time. It really means the world to us. We had a great time talking with you. Um, cannot wait to talk to you again and, and hopefully see you out here this way soon. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so we thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Sorry for that cough. We don't we don't do a lot of editing here. Not, not a lot of bullshit goes on. So uh, my apologies for that. But um, a big thank you to Krista again. Again, check us out on all of our socials, bootsandwhiskeyentertainment.com as well. Um, Thursday, we have another show coming out your way with the wonderful Becca Bowen. Becca's got a song coming out on Friday. So we wanted to get that out for you. Um, for your listening pleasure. That was a, that was a fun episode too. That was a, another one where, you know, we talked more about life than, than about music. And I love that. I love those episodes. Um, more like that. So again, a big thank you until Thursday guys. Thank you again. Um, as you might notice here at the boots and whiskey podcast, it's all about real people, real stories, real country, y'all. Thank you so much for taking the time. And until Thursday, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass, y'all. Cheers. See you Thursday. <laughs>